and welcome back to another Spill the Tea podcast. It is November 9th, and we hit a record high today in the Bay at 73 degrees. Baby, it was so warm today. Went and played some frisbee golf, had an interview. It's been a great fucking day. Um, I feel like I really hit it out of the park with this interview. So, you know what? We're going for better jobs, better things, and more money, obviously. That's the major goal. Get that bread, baby. So we have a lot of things to talk about today. Um, we're going to shy away from the weather because I know that in the next couple weeks, it's going to probably be fucking snowing. I could ski and snowboard in my own front yard, apparently. Um, but yeah, today was awesome. I could have done anything. I could have literally washed my car with no shirt on. It was so warm outside. Not that the neighbors would want to see this, but you know what? There's always the opportunity, if you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. No. So, <laughs> uh, we have a lot to talk about today. Uh, but first, let's get back to our fantasy football ESPN update, baby. live from the game of the week you already know it is young gravy my team slapping the tits off of frank's brother this week holy shit we're coming (laughs) we are coming at you with 149.1 to 109.6 i slapped the tits off this man and holy fuck it was it was a game because you know what aaron Rodgers (coughs) of the green bay packers delvin cook of the minnesota vikings 28 points by Rodgers, 39 by Delvin Cook. And uh, another shining star on my team this week, Travis Kelsey. Kansas City Chiefs, the one and only Patrick Mahomes. But Travis Kelsey, 25.9 points. Wow. Oh, it has been a week. I also put up a negative two on the board. With Kansas City's defense, which I don't even know how they go into negative two. <clears throat> but it happened. Also, another thing that's baffling me this week. Leonard Fournette, Tampa Bay. So Tampa Bay got their ass kicked by New Orleans. And uh, the score was 38-3. to Somehow, Leonard Fournette managed to score 10.1 points. But he had zero yards. Can anyone explain this shit to me? Because it makes no sense. So I don't understand where this 10 points came from. And even if I didn't get this 10 points, I would have still won by 30. So you know what, Frank's brother? You have no case. Also, news this week. Antonio Brown, I decided to pick him up um, last week. And um, he played this week. And he actually gave me 6.1 points. He's not psychotic anymore, apparently. Thank you, Tom Brady, for letting him live in your closet. And, uh, you know, kissing him on the mouth. Shit like that. So uh, he's not throwing helmets at anybody. He's not threatening to punch the general manager in the face or in the throat, for that matter. Um, Yeah, he's back to normal, kind of. In the meantime, you know, we don't know what the hell he's doing. (laughs) But uh, that was pretty much it from my game. Moving on to another score, we have Team Rocky Rococo getting his first L of the season to the one and only 
Big baller. Frank the fucking tank. 139.8 to 120.84. And you know what? I never thought I'd see it this season. Gave Taylor the L. Holy shit. At mailman underscore poppy, what are you thinking? Um, he didn't have anyone on his bench that could have possibly put him over the top. Just kind of had a a really shitty week. Thank you, Rob Gronkowski. Um, 1.2 points. You really suck again. So you know what? Go and break your back and uh, smash a beer can on your head. You fucking idiot. <clears throat> Other scores this week. Team Wally got his ass smacked by Team Brandle. 68.64 to 145.8. Not even close. Holy crap. This is this was a this was a massacre. I don't think I've ever seen a deficit like this in fantasy football. Uh, almost every single one of Brandel's players went into double digits. Digits. Jeez, can't talk. So Christian McCaffrey at 37.1 points. That's a shitload of points. That's equal to so if I added up Julian's kicker, six points. His defense, five points. That's 11. Plus uh, wide receiver, eight points. So 19 points. Plus another wide receiver. What did I say that was? 19. Or, yeah, 19 points. 20.5 points. Another wide receiver. <sighs> Oh my god. So if I added all all the players up besides Julian's quarterback, who had twenty three point forty four points, he doesn't even it doesn't even reach thirty seven point one points. If I added up his his running back, his tight end, his other running back, and all of his receivers, his defense and his kicker, it does not even equal thirty seven point one points. What a terrible week. But also, Julian, you had on the bench. You probably should have done a rotation, but you know what? You don't even pay attention, so you deserve the L. But you lost this past week. And last but not least, wow, this is this is wild. Team Grant McDonald Ram Ranch coming in with a hot dub, 118.62 to 94.26. Also, he had two players on the bye, and... Oh, this makes sense. Team Mahomes or Bust had three players on a bye. You know what? You deserve the L because you didn't make any any rotations. Other than that, that is our ESPN Sports Center, not Sports Center, fantasy football update of the week. And you know what? It's been a great week. I'm going to continue to do what I do on a weekly basis, make my trades. <laughs> been trading with at mailman underscore poppy because you know what's up and um yeah just trying to do it all but uh kind of came back to bite bite us in the ass a little bit so you know i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do he's gonna do what he's gonna do and i'm just gonna win this whole league and that's that's it because that's that's the person i am i'm always gonna win you know big big winner you know the big winner so who is currently leading the league is Mailman underscore Poppy. Then there is Frank tied for first or tied for second. Or no, he's not tied at all. He's second in the East. I am tied for first with Frank's brother in the West. So we're all tied for second in the whole league. All three of us. Frank's brother, Frank the Tank, and myself. 
Um, so yeah, that's that's our ESPN update of the week and sad news. Um, this actually came about yesterday, or it might have been the day before. Uh, the passing of Alex Trebek, one of probably one of the best game show hosts, if not the best game show host, besides dot 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 Bob Barker of The Price Is Fucking Right, Price Is Wrong, Bobby, and uh, yeah, so Alex Trebek, rest in peace. Uh, I don't know what he. I'm pretty sure he died of cancer, but um, he was 80 years old, which is a long life. Was doing. I believe he was doing Jeopardy for over a couple decades. So this man was super intelligent. I loved watching Jeopardy. I'm pretty sure I talked about this on the show when uh, um, when Taylor was on, or Mailman underscore Poppy with uh, Frank the Tank. We talked about Jeopardy a little bit. And uh, one of my favorite shows of all time, I used to watch it with my grandma. And uh, then Taylor and I started watching it. So we'd watch it almost every day. And uh, yeah, rest in peace. What a sad day. So rest in peace, Alex Trebek. I wonder who's going to take his spot, though. I said Bob Barker is going to take his spot. I thought that was the most logical logical person to take his spot. But, again, you never really know, honestly. They're probably going to have some rando do it, some random person. And um, it's going to be lame. And it's not even going to be the same. Because they're going to try and be funny with Alex Trebek's comebacks, and it's not even going to be funny. So Alex Trebek is the king of shade, especially on game shows always hitting people with a shade and that shit was too damn funny so if you haven't had a chance to go on um what is that called netflix if you haven't had a chance to go on netflix you can go on netflix and watch up to so many episodes uh, of jeopardy and uh i actually cycled through them all with taylor so we were on like a jeopardy binge for a couple weeks straight it was wild <laughs> i'm not even kidding you like we would come home and watch jeopardy every single day and, uh, yeah, I don't regret it. I feel like I learned a lot from Jeopardy. You know, do I answer most of them wrong? Yeah, probably. But it's still fun to play, even as a family and a friends group. So, <clears throat> like I said, rest in peace, Alex Trebek. <clears throat> Moving on. So, I had recently just started watching The Office again. And I like The Office a lot. Mailman underscore Poppy loves the office like that his his like hands down favorite show i don't know why um i think seinfeld's way way fucking better and um but yeah he he loves seinfeld i don't know why or <laughs> he loves the office and uh yeah all my friends and siblings love a different show so i love seinfeld mailman underscore poppy loves the office but I don't see, like, the obsession with The Office. Like, it's funny, but there's so many dead spots that it's not funny sometimes, you know? And I have come to realize after this episode, I'm just watching before recording this shit. It was the one where Pam is having a child. Pam is a fucking bitch. Like, I cannot stand this lady. She's so fucking annoying. I wish they would just delete her off of all the episodes and just cut her scenes. I think she's so annoying. And she's so witty, and she, like, fucking hates Michael. And that annoys me, because Michael Scott's fucking hilarious. He makes the whole show. Steve Carell was not on the show. The show would be nowhere. Um, some other good characters. Dwight, obviously. I would say Dwight and Michael are my favorite. Jim's all right. Jim can kind of be an ass. 
you know, kind of a dickhead. So when he comes back from Pam's pregnancy, he's like throwing shit off of Dwight's desk. I'm like, wow, what a bitch. Because he doesn't like the mega desk. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Jim's kind of an asshole sometimes. Uh, he can be pretty funny other times. Also, Stanley's a total bitch. I've never liked Stanley, especially the one where he's playing basketball and his hands way the fuck up past his back. <laughs> like, dude, what the hell? Everyone thought he was good because he's black and he's god-awful. But, uh, yeah, Pam is a total bitch. I feel like she kind of just ruins the show. Can we just, like, rid her off of all the episodes? Can I start a petition of, fuck Pam, get her out of there. She's not even funny, and she's so dry. I don't know why people like her. And, uh, I know that some people that I know do not like Pam as well. So they're on the non-Pam train. And I'm cool with that, because... She's so annoying, especially with this one where she's having the kid. Goddamn. So I would explain more, but it's kind of a weird episode. I just find her annoying. Jim was better off with that other chick. I don't remember her name. But overall, if I were to score The Office on a scale of 1 to 5, 5 being the best and 1 being the worst, I would score it probably a 4.0 out of 5. The Office definitely has its drawbacks, especially when Michael Scott goes away and Will Ferrell comes in and then he fucking breaks his shit because he tries to dunk a basketball, apparently, in the warehouse. But uh, Will Ferrell's really not funny in The Office. They kind of made him an asshole as well. And then Andy becomes the fucking regional manager or the manager of the Scranton branch. Just ruins the whole show. He's not even funny. I don't even like that actor at all. I think he's not funny at all. He's the most weird, goofy-looking dude. He's got such bad buck teeth and a comb-over. I want to fucking backhand the shit out of this bitch. Just bam. Fucking slap him. But uh, Andy's just so annoying. And uh, he's always singing. Like, dude, your singing sucks balls. Get the hell out of here. Your singing sucks, Andy. Just go and do something else. Because it's not funny. So he kind of ruins the ending of The Office. And then uh, Dwight's still in there, so he's kind of making it a little bit better. Jim's there, but he switches offices and then comes back. Everything's back to normal, except Michael's not back. And it's just so different. And then Michael starts his own Michael Scott paper company. That's kind of funny, because then Ryan's working at the bowling alley. And um, I don't know why Michael likes Ryan so much. He's such a douchebag. Uh, but Michael loves Ryan for some reason, and he's he just keeps calling him Ryan a temp and <laughs> never thinks of him as, like, a full employee. So that's pretty funny there. And then Dwight's always hilarious. And then Moe's, I think, is his cousin, the weird-ass dude with the beard. Apparently, Moe's is one of the writers on the show. I learned that from Taylor and uh, Megan, or Mailman underscore Poppy. And um, I did not know that. So if you were going to write the show the office would you want to be in like why would you pick to be dwight's cousin it's the strangest thing ever and the dude's got like a big amish beard and then he wears like this brown shirt so he's got grease and shit on it it's it's so strange it's like those dudes from the wwe um i don't even remember their names but uh, these big ass tall dudes he's always got grease on his shirt from greaser old rednecks i'm more rednecker than you that kind of shit <laughs> oh man uh, speaking of WWE, great segue. Taylor and I were reminiscing on the days of PlayStation 1 where 
WWE SmackDown. I don't even know what WWE it was. But uh, you could go and click on each player, and they all had a catchphrase. Or like something they would say. They'd be like, Orale, la viva la raza. Bowdy, bowdy, and rowdy, rowdy. Shit like that. Or uh, like fucking Hulk Hogan. You can't do that, brother. Fucking terrible Hulk Hogan voice, but uh, <laughs> we're out here. We're doing the most. But uh, you could go and click on each player, and they would give you like their catchphrase, which is fucking hilarious. But not only that, when you would go into a match, because it would be like TLC, Tables, Ladders, and Chairs. Frank, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. You and the goddamn Undertaker on those ladders, man. But uh, <laughs> in this game on PlayStation 1, you would go to like, whoop, <laughs> you would go to um, fight your opponent, Sam Hulk Hogan. I'm trying to fight Sting. But uh, <clears throat> sorry about that. I would go to like fight my opponent and then you would get in this weird ass arm lock thing. So, like, you take your two hands and you lock them with the other person's two hands. And then you're, like, pushing back and forth. And this shit would go on for, like, five, ten minutes. Like, you couldn't get out of it. Like, the game was retarded. You'd have to, like, button mash to get the hell out of it. And then you'd pick up a chair. But the chair, the graphics are so bad, it looks like you're, like, picking up a fucking brick. And then smashing the dude on the head. And then I'm pretty sure you could go to the middle of the ring and then pick up, like, a bat. Or it had, like, bats all around. You couldn't, like, grab stuff from underneath. But uh, honestly, we would play these games for hours on end. And now that I look back, the graphics were ass. Like, total ass. Now that I look back, I'm like, what the fuck am I even watching? It looks like a bunch of blurs, like, hitting each other. It's the weirdest thing ever. But uh, if you haven't played that, the original... What is the name of that WWE? I can't remember. Taylor, mailman underscore Bobby, you're going to have to refresh my memory. Because I do not know what... WWE game that is. I believe it's Warzone. Yeah, it's Warzone. WWE Warzone, the original for PS1. Shit is fucking hilarious. The graphics are so bad. And like, have you ever gone back to play old video games or go on old consoles to play like, say you're playing Nintendo 64 and you're wanting to play like RoboCop. Go back and look at the graphics and think to yourself, we thought these were primetime graphics during the day. Look how far we've come as civilization in the video game world. Just think about that for a moment. Pretty crazy, right? WWE, Warzone, one of the best games for PS1. Driver is also up there. Die Hard and Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider is really fucking hard on PS1. I want to meet someone who has actually beat Tomb Raider Lara Croft. That game is so hard. I know they did a remake. Literally one of the hardest games you'll ever play. But uh, you can like drown yourself in the game apparently. You can shoot the butler and he'll fucking... When you shoot him he's... Oh, 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 oh. It makes some weird ass fucking noise. You can also like... He'll hold this like little tray up and you can shoot the tray but you can't like kill him he just does this weird ass weird ass fucking noise but but uh (laughs) the uh laura croft tomb raider literally is one of the hardest games i think i've ever played 
in my life. Also, Die Hard's fun, but you have to keep like saving the game in order to continue. Doesn't make sense when you're like a six-year-old kid. And um, PlayStation One games, I feel like, are a lot harder than any of the games today. There are some harder games like Gears. I heard is pretty is pretty difficult. Also, um, games back then seemed harder. I don't know if that was because we were kids or what the reason for that was. But games are a lot harder back then than they are now if you go back and play. Besides Tomb Raider and uh, Tomb Raider and what was the other one I was talking about? Die Hard. Tomb Raider and Die Hard are still hard to this day. There also used to be a a game called Hitman for PlayStation 2. And uh, Hitman was the shit. That was like one of the best shooting games I've seen in that during that time. Besides now, we have different things like Call of Duty, uh, Modern Warfare, like Warzone, shit like that. I just got into Warzone. Um, so thank you, Mailman underscore Poppy, for that. Letting me download that. And apparently Warzone takes like 20 hours to fucking download. No, it was... 21 hours to download the whole Call of Duty Modern Warfare game. Why the fuck are we making games so big today? And the fact that the games are not loaded on the disc just pisses me off. Like, Xbox, PlayStation, what are you guys doing? Put the memory back on the disc. So then I don't have to keep buying these dumbass extended hard drives to plug into the back of the goddamn Xbox One. It's just so dumb. And then now, also, another thing that kind of pissed me off, Rocket League is now free. I paid for Rocket League. I really didn't get anything out of it. I got a new set of rims. That was pretty much it. And that wasn't even worth it at all. One set of rims because I bought the game for $20 and everyone got it for free? What kind of horse shit is that? I think that's made by uh, Epic Games. But uh, reverting back to PlayStation 1 and the WWE... They had weird-ass sayings for moves in this WWE war zone. And one that mailman underscore poppy had, uh, <laughs> had brought up. the You'd be at the top rope, and then uh, when you would jump off the top rope, you'd like grab the dude's head and then flip him. And the announcer in the back would be like, Vertical suplex! And we're like, what? Farticle suplex? What the fuck does that mean? But I'm thinking back to thinking that he says vertical suplex. But I swear to God, I'll put money on this. He says farticle suplex. Suplex, like fart. Farticle. What the hell? But WWE Warzone, go and play that. Also... Mailman underscore poppy. You told me to reference this game called Death Stranding. Now, I don't know too much about Death Stranding, but apparently it's the story of the mailman's life, basically. So, you're trying to get materials and deliver them, and I was like, Taylor, you do realize you're just playing a fucking video game about your goddamn life. What the hell are you doing? So, if you haven't had a chance to go play Death Stranding, go ahead and do that, because... Taylor said, the game is alright, but, you know, it takes a while, and if you want to relive the memories of being a mailman, go ahead and do that kind of shit. But I'm not into that. So, 
I'm going to actually jump back to some TV shows because I thought this was a good idea to devise a list of my favorite TV shows and what I think are the best TV shows out there today. So, coming in at number five, this is oh, this is so tough. Number five, and it has to make my top five because it's one of the all-time classics. <clears throat> number five... Saved by the Bell. Boom. Easily. Done. Zach Morris. Kelly Kapowski. Screech. Samuel Powers. That show's fucking hilarious. Screech is so weird. Looks like fucking Julian. (laughs) Screech is Julian's fucking twin. I swear to God. Minus the Jew hair. Um, Dude also has a big nose. And apparently, Dustin Diamond... Like shanked the fuck out of somebody like years down the road and got arrested and screech just went off the deep end and (coughs) went to jail it's crazy like i don't even know that's my number five saved by the bell number four this one is always hard too i'm gonna go number four the ranch starring ashton kutcher danny masterson um, who else? What the hell is his name? Dak Shepard, who takes Danny Masterson's spot because of some certain things happened in Danny Masterson's actual life, and now he's not on the show anymore. That's all I'm going to say about that. But uh, if you haven't watched The Ranch, go ahead and go on uh, Netflix and watch The Ranch because it's like a couple seasons, but it's so good. It's one of the funniest shows I think I've ever seen. So, five is Saved by the Bell, four is The Ranch, and number three, Coming in Hot, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I think Brooklyn Nine-Nine's hilarious. I haven't, like, finished it because I keep forgetting to watch it. I keep watching, like, NFL and shit like that. I've also been watching a lot of YouTube, which I don't normally do. But um, other podcasts get in the way, so I'm ending up listening to other podcasts and getting ideas and doing different shit like that. But, yeah, number three, definitely Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And coming in at number two, oh, this is so tough. The Office is coming in at number two. Wait, hold on. No, take that back. Seinfeld is number two. The Office, you can go number six, and number seven, you can go Friends. Maybe I should devise a top ten list, but seven is Friends, Six is The Office. Coming in at number two. Coming in hot is easily Seinfeld. Seinfeld's just too funny. Jerry Seinfeld. Cosmo Kramer. George Costanza. Elaine Venice. Shit, that show is so funny. I was literally just talking about the soup Nazi last night. No soup for you! The freaking soup Nazi is fucking hilarious. This guy will not give you the soup if you don't obey the line rules and say nothing. All you have to do is say nothing. And uh, that's where Taylor got his profile picture of uh, Newman. (laughs) You know what? I'm just going to play the audio clip because this is hilarious. So (laughs) that is definitely at mailman underscore poppy in a nutshell. 
Newman is the mail carrier on Seinfeld, but it is 100% the mailman underscore poppy. Go ahead and follow him on, I don't even know, Instagram, apparently. Um, He's got to be gaining followers from this shit. Obviously, I'm not, but he is, so (laughs) this shit's hilarious. And then coming in to coming in live number one the one and only canadian sitcom letter kenny easily my number one favorite tv show out right now i'm sure shit will change in the future but letter kenny is so damn funny i love that show there's like eight seasons right now go ahead and watch them all on hulu the only shitty thing is there are commercials so fuck you hulu for doing that but also thank you for making hulu cheaper must be raining because it's really fucking loud outside right now the house sounds like it's going down maybe not i have no idea so i have a question of the week this is coming to us from anonymous so this person decided to keep themselves anonymous they are a fan of the show so you know what i'm gonna abide by those rules and their question is what do you wish you had known 10 years ago I wish I would have known about the coronavirus 10 years ago because then I could have properly bought masks, hand sanitizer, and, uh, you know, drank some bleach, some good old bleach. So, you know what? Could have ended it all early. But but I wish I would have known about this virus and we were going to have to go into lockdown. And it was insane for a while there. I remember a couple months ago going to the store and buying a shitload of ramen because people were other people were buying ramen. And then for some reason around here, people were buying toilet paper there was no toilet paper on the shelves like people were going fucking nuts like how does coronavirus not make it so you can wipe your ass like what what is going on here how is this even relevant it made no sense at all in my mind so i really wish i would have known about this virus 10 years ago so i could have properly prepared and uh started this podcast early because i love talking shit talking spit You know, we're on here every single Monday night doing our thing. And if you have any topics you want us to talk about or you want me to talk about on this podcast, and if you want to come on the podcast, also, you know, hit up Spill the Tea. Uh, Spill the Tea SC at gmail.com. You can always send me a question or, you know, DM me on uh, Twitter. That is Spill the Tea 920. And that is at Spill the Tea 920 on Twitter. You can also go ahead and follow my Instagram which is, I never know my Instagram handle because you know what? I don't really go on Instagram that much and I don't really post personally or on Spill the Tea. So my Instagram is Spill the TSC. So that is S-P-I-L-L-T-H-E-T-E-A-S-C. You can go ahead and follow me on Instagram. Then you can go and follow me on Spotify at Spill the Tea. Um, Google Podcasts, Google Music, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, we're on there as well. Pocket Casts, Anchor App, Breaker App, and soon, coming soon, Pandora and iHeartRadio. I've reached out to get this on those two platforms. Hopefully we make it there. And uh, if I do make it there, I will plan on going full screen. And uh, like I said, I'm getting new um, equipment to further this podcast. I love doing this every single week. And... um, Give me a question of the week. doesn't matter who you are. DM me. I'll put your question on here. Give you a shout out. Let's do this. You know, I want to see more questions. And if you want to come on the show, we can do a virtual thing as well. So with that being said, I'm going to wrap it up here. And like I said, go, and, go ahead and follow me on all those platforms. 
And go ahead and follow my Patreon at patreon.com slash cupot. That is C-U-P-O-T-E-A. And I will see y'all next Tuesday, 5 a.m. Peace.